Hey, real quick, I have some amazing news to share with you, but I need your help. As you know, my mission is to transform your life by helping you become the best version of yourself. I'm creating an exclusive academy designed just for you, but I need to learn more about your unique challenges and aspirations. That's why I put together a short survey and I need you to participate. Your input will help me tailor the program to your specific needs, ensuring we can make a real difference together. After you complete the survey, I will add you on Snapchat and personally message you to express my gratitude for your valuable input. And please keep in mind, your submission is going to be contributing to a huge movement that's going to change the lives of millions of your peers. And as a bonus, 25 lucky participants will be selected to gain early access to the beta version of the Academy. The survey will only be open for a limited time and these 25 spots will fill up quickly. So if you're ready to change your life forever, go to cwa.ai. That's cwa.ai. I hope you enjoy the episode and thank you for joining me on this meaningful journey. And I look over to my right a little bit and I see TJ's eyes light up and I can just tell what's going through his head. He's thinking, what the fuck? This guy just sold this massive set right in front of me. How did he do that? Welcome to the Influencer Secrets Podcast, where we explore the true nature of social media and equip you with the vital tools, insights, and wisdom to help you become the best version of yourself. Your journey to reclaiming control of your reality begins here. In life, if you don't ask, you don't get. And that is exactly what we're going to be talking about in today's episode. Growing up, my father would always tell me, you don't ask, you don't get. We would walk into a restaurant with our family and he would ask the host or the hostess if we could have a table, which they normally wouldn't give people. And then he would look at me and he would say, you don't ask, you don't get. We were on vacation. At the front desk, he would ask them, could we get a room upgrade? Or could we have your highest room possible? And typically, they would do it for him. And then he would look at me and he would say, you don't ask, you don't get. If we were at Dick's Sporting Goods or some store that sells baseball cleats or soccer cleats when I was getting them when I was younger. If they didn't have my size, he would ask them to go check in the back. And then he would look at me and he would say, if you don't ask, you don't get. Or he would say, if you don't ASK, you don't GET. My father was and is a great father. And I've learned so many valuable lessons from him. He has been in sales all of his adult life and all of my existence here on earth. And he has had a very strong influence on my ability to influence and sell. And when I say sell, I don't just mean physical products, but I mean my ability to sell myself. Ever since I was a kid and Ever since I can remember, he has been a very influential person and he has been able to have this way with people that is really unique and I've always looked up to him for it. And I owe a great deal of my success, my ability to communicate, my ability to sell and my ability to influence to him. So I just want to say that first of all. But with that being said, I want to tell you a quick story to really hammer this point home. And then I'll tell you exactly how you can become better at asking. Because the crazy thing is, is it seems like such a simple concept. Ask more, get more. But most people do not ask. Why? Because most most people are scared to ask. They're scared to make the ask. This is why most people don't ask that girl out. They don't ask for the server to bring them back a different plate of food because it got completely messed up. They don't ask for help when they need it. That is because they're scared to ask. And I'll tell you exactly how to solve that problem if you're someone who finds yourself not being able to ask as much as you would want to. But in order for you to understand the context of this story, let's go back when I was 17 years old. A lot of you already know that I've made a couple podcasts about what I've learned from my first sales job. So make sure you go back and listen to those episodes because as you guys know I'm a strong believer and advocate of sales. Your whole life is a sale. You're selling yourself every single day. Why should your teacher give you that grade? Why should she let you turn that paper in late? Why should that girl like you back? Why should your parents stop to get you food on the way home and not just say we have food at home? A lot of people don't realize this, but you're always selling. Always. And no matter what you decide to do in your life, if you do not have an understanding of sales, negotiating, and communication, you will have a very tough time in the real world. Anyways, so when I was 17 years old, I got my first sales job at Vector Marketing. A lot of you guys know this as 
a company that recruits people and then has them sell knives door to door. This job changed my life. And if you have an opportunity like this or this opportunity specifically, I highly recommend you jump right into it and you push yourself past your comfort zone. Our generation is getting softer and softer as I speak. Communication skills are at an all time low. People are spending too much time inside, too much time on their phones, too much time watching Netflix, doing all this bullshit and their communication skills are suffering. And if that sounds like you, I'm happy you're here to learn from me. And hopefully I can provide you some advice through all my podcasts to break you free from those habits. And I'm still learning as well. I'm not perfect. So I just want to say that also. But before I get on a tangent, if you have an opportunity to do sales, do it, please. You will not regret it. It will change your life. But back to the story. So this was probably three, four years ago. Like I said, I was 17 years old. This was the first summer of this job that I got into with Vector. We'll skip past the beginning, which is when I went through a very hard time. I had a ton of no sales, aka was not closing anything. And then if you know the story, I had this conversation with my manager in the car for about two to three hours after one of my appointments. He told me everything I did wrong. That man's name is Kevin Graham. Kevin, if you hear this, I love you, bro. Changed my life. Chris as well. Kenneth, all you guys, thank you. But after that conversation with Kevin, he told me everything to change. I took everything he said and I applied it. And that summer, I was closing big. And I ended up being the number two or three rep in the nation for new reps as a 17 year old in a billion dollar company. Hey, Coral Army, I hope you're enjoying the podcast. If you could spare a moment to leave a review, it will help us reach and inspire even more people. And if you know someone who truly benefit from this episode, please take a few seconds to share it with them. Your small act of kindness might be just what they need to conquer their day. Now let's get back to the show. So this story is from one of my appointments that summer. So in this company, salespeople around you can come shadow your demonstration. What is a demonstration? It's a sales demonstration. You knock on the door, you go into the house, you sell them on the knives. Obviously you have to set the appointment. You don't just walk in with a backpack of knives and set them on the table and then say, all right, Ms. Jones, well, here's all my really sharp knives. You ready to buy them? Definitely not how it goes. You set appointment, you show up at a time, you knock on the door, she lets you in, or he or the family lets you in. Then you go and run through a demonstration. It takes about an hour and a half with this job specifically. This story takes place in... Newport Beach, near the beach, where these houses were fairly expensive. This was a three to $5 million house. Wealthy family. As a side note, I got into this network of very wealthy families through a few strategies that my manager taught me. But anyways, the reason I tell you that people can shadow your demonstrations is because one of my friends that I'm still very, very close friends with now, TJ, wanted to shadow me on one of my appointments. At this point, I was killing it. Every single time I went to a demonstration, I was closing. I believe my average sale was like $1,300, somewhere around that range. And he wanted to come and learn and see what is Cole doing that I'm not. Anyways, so we go into the appointment, end up going through the demo. It's this woman, which I forget her name. I believe it might've been Miss Hunter. Don't quote me, but I go through the demo and TJ's watching me as I'm going through this demo, smiling, going through the script, throwing in some jokes, messing with this young lady. And she's loving it. You can tell she's smiling. She's enjoying the presentation. She's really interested. So at the end, I make the ask and I don't remember the exact script because it's been so long, but basically at the end, most people in that company would ask for the typical homemade set, which is a set of knives plus, I believe, seven steak knives. And when I say a set of knives, I mean, those are like your utility knives, you know, you know, a carving knife, bread knife, those types of things. And you have, I believe, seven steak knives. Anyway, so I would always tell them about the biggest set first, which is the ultimate set, which would be all the utility knives plus 12 steak knives, which was, I believe, $2,400 to $2,800. And I would always make that ask because when you present something that is bigger in terms of price, such as the ultimate set, which would be $2,400 to $2,800, 
called anchoring in sales. You start high. So then if they end up saying, you know what? I don't want that one or the one in the middle. I want the smallest one. The smallest one is still $1,300, which seems like a smaller number compared to the ultimate set. But if I came in with the homemaker set, which is around $1,300, I believe, and she said no, I would have ended up selling her a tiny little set probably for $400, $500. So that first number that you put out there, if anyone is in sales right now, that first number that you anchor the conversation to, it's important that you set that number high. Or if you're trying to buy something from someone, you lowball them to start. So you set that anchored price lower. Anyways, she says yes right away to the ultimate set. She loved the presentation. She loves the knives. She says yes. And I look over to my right a little bit and I see TJ's eyes light up and I can just tell what's going through his head. He's thinking, what the fuck? This guy just sold this massive set right in front of me. How did he do that? And I remember she's looking at the knives and I just kind of look over at TJ. I smirk at him as his eyes are all wide. And then guess what? I ask. So then I ask her, hey, by the way, do you have any pots and pans? We actually have this set as well. And I show her. And then I go through a quick five to 10 minute upsell where I talk about, once again, the biggest set of pots and pans. We even go into her kitchen. I mess around with her stove and she loves them. And I'm telling her, oh yeah, these ones right here, they actually have carcinogens, which most pots and pans actually do because that residue from the pots and pans actually can burn at a certain temperature and it has carcinogens. And she had that exact type of pots and pans. So it was a no brainer for her to commit to getting new pots and pans, right? Imagine if I didn't ask her. And I think you know where this is going. She said, yes. And I look back over at TJ and at this point he is freaking out like so much that I think he's going to mess up the demonstration because you can tell that he is physically about to lose his mind because he just sees me sell the biggest pots and pans set for another three to four grand. And guess what? I didn't stop there. I made the next ask. That's great. Let me go ahead and write that down. Hey, by the way, could I take a look at your silverware? And I take a look and it's old and it's outdated. And then I show her my set of silverware, which is another three to four thousand dollars. And guess what? She says yes. Now understand that most people in that situation, after they made the first win, they would have said, you know what? Great day. Let's pack up. Let's get out of here. But if you don't ask, you don't get. And words can't even describe the look on TJ's face at this point. Anyways, end up wrapping up the deal, writing it up, getting her card, inputting the deal. I believe it ended up being anywhere between nine to eleven thousand dollars. My commission on that deal was around three to four grand in one deal. I was still in high school. So you can imagine the feeling of making a quick three to four G's in an hour and a half of work. It was a good feeling. After I wrote her up, TJ and I walked out and right as the door closed, he looked at me and he was like, what the fuck just happened. He was freaking out. And for me, it honestly felt pretty normal because I was used to selling big deals. It's a little bit crazy, but him and I just looked at each other and we were laughing. We were just laughing in his car because he actually drove me to the demo because we drove together. But there's no better way that I can explain that if you don't ask, you don't get in that story right there. Whether it's in sales, whether it's in a relationship, whether it's with your parents, whether it's at a hotel, a restaurant, wherever you are, I need you to remember that if you don't ask, you don't get. So I told you that I would help you solve this if this is something that you're not comfortable with. So how do you become more confident? How do you become that fearless individual that is just willing to ask no matter what? Only way to get more confident with asking is to do it more. You guys know that I'm a huge, huge advocate of more reps. Do more fucking work. The amount of work that you think it takes to get to where you want to be, to be competent at what you want to be competent in, is a hundred times more than you think. Alex Ramosi has this saying, and you guys know I love Alex Ramosi. He says, do a hundred reps of the thing which you're trying to improve on every single day. Every day. Three 
3,000 times a month. It's no wonder I closed that massive deal when I was working that sales job because that was my 90th or 100th appointment, probably more. It's no wonder that this podcast is doing so well because this is my 130 something podcast. I've been doing it every single day. It's no wonder my social media accounts are large because I post on them every single day. It's no wonder that I'm making multiple six figures a year because I focused on making money every single day. My point is that you will only become more comfortable at something. You will only become more comfortable with asking if you go and ask more, if you're willing to fail and have people slam the door on your face and say, fuck you. This is the only way you build confidence, especially in sales, but in any part of your life, the longer that you wait to make the ask, when you know you should be making it, the more you hurt your confidence. Think about all the times where you want to drop a joke when you're in class, or you want to drop a joke when you're friends and you don't say it. Think about all the times where you just wanted to ask that girl out, but you just couldn't do it. How did that make you feel? Through the repetitions is the only way you're going to get thicker skin. You're going to get better at just making asks. So I want you to remember Coral Army. You don't ask, you don't get. I'll see you in the next episode.